good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another the home episode of uh, the podcast. The host of this here podcast, greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, oh, he's in the bottom time now. Bottom square. He goes by the name of Cobb. He's getting ready. We'll check with him later. Cobb, what's going on? <laughs> what's up boys i uh, hit a couple blacks this week a couple double blacks i'm working my way up to war zone training is going well and uh i feel like we as a group are making progress <laughs> we got a lot of emails this week to get to all right in the uh, upper left <laughs> matt cobb the producer mctp what's up matt hey ted cobb beat me to the war zone update yep okay. i mean i wrote down again cobb what's the war zone update how we doing Dude, so boys, here's the thing. There is an issue. And I, I come to you guys as people I respect and arbiters of sports rules. I feel like, okay, I'm in a little bit of a quandary. I made a promise to everyone listening to this podcast, everyone in the greatest land, that I would conquer Warzone in January. For people who aren't aware... That's a, I'm learning to ski this month down in Park City, Utah. And um, that's a double black diamond run, which if you're not a skier, as I was not, that's the hardest type of run there is. But I just, the name jumped off the map at me and I was like, war zone. Like that sounds like God, like the run is called, it's a freaking war zone out there. Like that just sounds insane. Like if I could do that, I could do anything. And so I've been focusing on working my way up to that. You know, just kind of learning to learn to ski, learning to shred a little bit, handle moguls, woods. Well, actually, woods training, we're waiting for powder. But um, so the thing is, though, all right, I'm going to need you guys to weigh in because the problem is Warzone is on a lift that's called Jupiter, but the lift is closed. So now to get to Warzone, so if, if the lift is closed, that means they're not doing avalanche control. So to get to Warzone and fulfill my promise, I would have to hike about an hour in deep powder across a thin ridge line that could collapse at any moment in an avalanche, strap on my skis, and conquer a double black diamond I've never been down before. Or, or I could substitute in another double black, which kind of feels like cheating. What are your thoughts? Uh... <clears throat> I completely am on the side of do not do this now. Like if it's another war zone, Ted. War zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like the first year I learned to snowboard, there was also a guy I worked with that learned, and like he was on a uh, out of bounds run. Like, like trust me, it's not worth it. Like it sounds epic, but also like, dude, if they're not doing avalanche control and the lifts closed, like there's a reason it's closed. <laughs> Okay. I like the vote of confidence, Matt. Um, you know, I would just say at this point, you could tell yourself that you could do war zone without doing it. Like circumstances, like you can walk out of January and out of Utah and be like, I could do war zone, but you didn't, but you could, but 
the avalanche control and that's fine. And you'll be back there. I mean, I don't want to get into, you know, but there's always next year. Uh, so I don't see what the rush is and I, I definitely don't advise doing all that sketchy stuff. Um, (laughs) Right. It sounds so sketch. It sounds to me like you've already done some double blacks this, this month. I understand your concern. I'm going to risk my life. I'm asking you, have you done double black diamonds? (laughs) I'm just kidding, dude. I, I honestly, I would never go up there. Yeah. I did a, did a couple double blacks yesterday. See, that's as high as it gets. There's no triple blacks. War zone, boys. War zone. I mean, it's like the Kentucky Derby of double blacks. It's well, is it though? Or is it you just hyping up a name? Like you might have already been on a hard literally Ted. It's literally not at all. It's just a random run that I thought sounded cool. <laughs> you need things to look forward to in life, Cobb. You can look forward on, to boy. Warzone and tell yourself you could do Warzone until you do. Yeah, almost any other uh, time, what I'd, if be I... on the, I'd be on the side of like risk, but I'm like, oh no, man, you might die. No, 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 we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> you give Ted four beers this weekend and he's going to call me and go, Warzone. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm with you guys. Like, yeah, that avalanche control is crazy, man. Those guys. I mean, mountaineering is just insane. And, you know, yeah, there's just no part of me wants to be in an avalanche. Right. Even though the listeners of the podcast would be impressed. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. But I mean, that is also like, I'm like, that's one of the few things we talked about this last week, right? Like skiing and snowboarding is decently like dangerous. Then it's like, oh, you're going outside the runs. Like, yeah, there's no help for you there. Yeah, exactly. Only God can save you now. <laughs> like, seriously, the dude I'm talking about, he shouldn't have been out of bounds. It was late in the season. And, like, there was just a ravine that hadn't been there. And, like, yeah, I mean, he had his wired or his jaw wired shut. Like, I mean, that, that's, that shit could fuck you up bad. Oh, my God. He fell down a ravine? Yeah, because they had done the run the week before. But again, it was out of bounds. It was like spring season. It was like, you shouldn't go out there. And they were like, no, 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 it's fine. We want the, the like powder. It's like, all right. Yeah. Like how he's alive still boggles my mind. Wow. That's actually insane. That's scary. Yeah. That's why like, I know you're kind of messing around. You're like, well, I have to do this or that. I'm like, nope, we're out. We're out. There's, we want no part of this on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Especially audio evidence. And you guys being like, war zone. War zone. Like, get it, get it. And be like, what, what happened? Take? Like, we, you know, we took one risk, one too far. Yeah. Uh, he had a tree and we'll dig him out in the spring. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> oh, all right. So, Cobb, you're over in Utah, uh, mixing in with some new people. One thing I want to talk about this week, I did it over the weekend, was mixing friend groups. Now, I like doing it, but I guess I wanted your guys' thoughts. Like, like it's always fun hanging out with, like, a new friend. It's like, oh, this is fun and exciting. But then also it's kind of cool, like, bringing somebody with your old friends. Like, I don't know what the question is. Like, what's better, new new friends, old friends? Like, I feel like you have more fun with the old friends. 
Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit like bartending. I mean, you can always pour whatever liquids you want into a glass, but some mix better than others. And I feel like, Ted, for you, I feel like it's a very viable option because you're kind of the same guy that people hear all the time. I feel like, I feel like my friend groups are really different and into different things. And so I've had a couple weird, weird mix-ins, but generally I feel like they go okay. But I got to be kind of careful about it. Uh, I don't know. Did you try it? Is that why this came up? Oh, yeah. I did it this past weekend, and it worked out great. But also, like, the newer friend of that group, like, I've been hanging out with for a couple of years. Like, all right, he's in. But, like, I, yeah, I go back Because I have some older friends that are like, I don't hear from you as much. Like, well, yeah, but, like, I don't know. The group I run with now, like, I like you, but, like, I don't know, like, they don't just want to sit in the corner of a bar and like not leave these two bar stools. Like we want to go interact with people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I well, I think one of the cool things about you, Ted, and particularly your party is your role as a mixer. I mean, that the party you do every year is, it was always fun. It was exciting when I was one of the new friends. And then it was exciting to watch other new friends show up year after year and the old ones. And then like a lot of times there's people that didn't make it one year and then they're there the next year. <laughs> and it's like, it's a, it's a fun thing, but you're kind of the central figure. So I could totally see you mixing friend groups. And uh, I would say in my experience, yeah, it goes, it goes like Cobb saying, you got to feel it out. You got to, yeah. you got to know both both sides and that your role is the mixer right like you know that i feel like you would match those you know personalities well just instinctively and be like yeah of course this new friend's got to meet these guys we're all come on over it's football season we're gonna watch the playoffs <laughs> yeah right because there's certain friends too that's what i'm saying like it's nothing bad but just like well the way we hang out is different so it's like uh, you got to pick and choose how you mix the groups, but yeah, it was just funny. Like, wait, the, go yeah. ahead, Kyle. I was just gonna say, Ted, what's your methodology? Uh, man, this sounds bad, but I think it's a lot of it's just on feel, right? Like, you just kind of mm. know if they will mix in or not. Like, man, I'm trying to, that's hard to explain. Like, yeah, totally. That's why I, I was curious. It's like last summer, right? Like we easily, right? Like it's hot as hell, right? I barely slept. We now we could go over to to hang out on the lake with Matt and his family and stuff, and like we could just sit on the deck and like just drink beers and grill food. It's like, or we could go to the water and interact with everybody else that's here and play cornhole. You know what I mean? So it's like you gotta. To me, I gotta feel out those friends. Like, does this guy just want to go out to sit in a bar and just? Like, and that's fine. There's a time and place for that. Or it's like, does he want to meet my weird friends that are like good friends and like get get fucking like weird? Not just say we're getting weird, but like be about it. <laughs> Thank you, Ted. I appreciate that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> the genesis of the story is it's my buddy's Rob birthday, his birthday last weekend, right? So we go out to White Center, which I don't go to White Center a ton. We go to like five bars, like the mayor's with us. Sean's probably the newest guy in that crew. 
Like we're doing appetizer tours. We're having drinks. We end up at a karaoke bar. And then like, I'm talking to a married, like a couple and they're like, Hey, we live around the corner. You want to come get a drink afterwards? Like we love the show. I'm like, sure. Like I have like eight people with me and they're like, yeah, bring them over. And like literally the only reason that wow. I, I'm like, boys, it's 4am. Like we got to get, like we have drank them dry of any drop of beer left. Like now we're drinking their whiskeys. Like, let, let's rally. Let's get going. <laughs> Wait, you went over there with eight people at two in the morning? Right. All right, six, not eight. <laughs> yes. Dude, wow. That's still, I mean, good on them. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a big impact for a residential household. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's what, you know, like, no, it's yeah, this, is not, this is not a here nor there, but your friends know how to drink. <laughs> right. right. And cops, seriously. They're putting a dent in a, an expensive Laker cabinet. Yeah, the husband's like, no, no, it's fine. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, there's like six people with me. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. And then that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody in my crew is like, what happened? It seemed like we were there for two minutes. It's like, we had been there for two hours. Like, it was very <laughs> late. I was like, that's why I was just like, all the Uber. I was like, right, like let's, let's, we've got to go now. Like, these people eventually want to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I leave some meat on the bone, boys. <laughs> Not only that, at the karaoke bar, I clearly was that guy without trying. I wasn't trying to be an a-hole, but like everybody's singing karaoke and they're just singing jams, like 90 R&B jams. I'm having a blast. And finally, the host is like, if you're not actively drinking or like whatever, like you need to have a mask on, Right. So the way Sean tells the story is that he's looking around the bar and he's like, what's this guy freaking out about? Everybody's got a mask on. Then he's like, then I pan to the right. There's Ted just up at the bar, back turned to the dude, no mask on, just talking shit to people. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, hey, like literally Ted, it's you. And I'm like, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> oh, dude, that's good, man. That's actually hilarious. Wait, where was this? Was a karaoke bar in um in White Center? This wasn't the uh, the skating rink, was it? Now we weren't down at the uh, bowling alley or the skating rink, right? No, not the skating rink, not the bowling alley. God, I forget the name, but it was like locals only. I was like, oh, this is this is my my speed. Everybody's like, but you don't. Live I love that man. That's neighborhood. I'm like, yeah, I don't live in this neighborhood, but you know, it's locals only. It's my kind of place. <laughs> Ted, you are weirdly, this is a weird compliment, but you are a locals only kind of guy. Like, I don't really, yeah. you don't really frequent a lot of like cheesecake factories and Applebee's. Yeah. And I, I got nothing against a chain restaurant, but you're right. Like, yeah, get me, get me to your local little haunt. It's like, oh, we just, just the locals having fun. Like, well, I'm here for fun. <laughs> yeah. Put Ted in a local pub with like pull tabs and horseshoes. And cold, cheap beers, and he's a happy man. <laughs> it's basically and some local chop, actually, too. You like a little bit of, like, you like some sports on, and then, like, a little bit of, like, local drama or chop happening that we can talk about. Oh, yeah, dude. And we were all in it. Like, one of the bars we went to, I started chatting up some people, and they were like, well, you know, a lot of people have thoughts on her. And I'm like, oh, do tell. Like, 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 I have no idea who anybody is. Like, give me, give me the gossip. I'm here for it now. <laughs> yeah, but what they don't realize is Wolf and Sheep's clothing. They're like, 
oh, this girl, the town whore. And you're like, oh, she sounds horrible. Give me her number. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she doesn't seem that horrible. She showed up alone. She is alone here, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the boyfriend is still in prison? Okay, good. (laughs) I mean, that's basically (laughs) what we were doing. <laughs> oh, all right. I think the I mean, not to blow up your spot or anything, but we've known each other in a long time, you know. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what the conversation is about newer friends and old friends, but like, you know, new new guy mixed in great, and they were just like, "Do you guys party like this all the time?" And I was like, "No," but I do have a couple friends where, like, I don't know how to explain it. These nights just kind of happen. <laughs> yeah, no, but sometimes yes. Yeah, like once a month. Yeah. But outside of that, we're usually very, like, just quiet, normal people. <laughs> it's like, what somebody say to me on Saturday, right? They're like, I was like, ah, it's just, you know, a normal Saturday. They're like, you're not a normal human. And I'm like, I'm, you're right. You're right. Try, trying to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, it's so funny sometimes. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, for every, like, three nights that you go out and it's like every once in a while it's like kind of a dud you know you just like go have a burger chat with your friends for a little bit and go home like every once in a while you get rewarded for your consistency with one of those wild nights like that that is so fun and i feel like you know you just you pay your dues long enough and you end up on some like some crazy crazy benders and adventures and those are the nights i love but you got to put in the time you know they don't just happen by by accident Oh, yeah. And trust me, dude, you're right. It's law of averages like anything else. There's plenty of nights where are just kind of like, I don't know, we're going out to get some wings, watch a game. And like, right, like, trust me, by this weekend, I'll be like, all right, we can we can hang out. We're not doing what we did last weekend. That was out of control. But you're right. When they just like, and it was like two weeks after the holidays, like people just seemed fired up. Like people that were out were out to have a good time. <laughs> oh, yeah. It just happened. Sometimes you just you feel the air underneath your wings. Yeah, I mean, I put it to you this way. I mean, I was, I had switched from beers, and I was like, "What are you drinking now?" I'm like, I drink tequila and water on the side now. Like, what is that about? I'm like, I don't know. Somebody bought me one. It's just my new thing for the next hour. Like, I'm. (laughs) Uh, That's for those of you playing along at home. That is like the Ted Smith equivalent of wearing like a leopard print suit. Like, I'm changing it up. Like, I'm going off. Right. I'm a cocktail guy now. Like, are you sure? Like, yeah, the games are over, dude. I got nothing to do tomorrow. Arsenal games postponed. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, are you sure? You've been the quintessential beer guy, literally, like, in beer advertisements for a decade. (laughs) You're like, no, no, no. Now I'm a tequila guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, somebody was like, let me buy this tequila. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, this is great. They're like, it is. Like, what is this? They're like, Oh, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna start drinking that. <laughs> yeah, give me six more of those. Yeah. Well, we did the normal game too of like, like you know, like we went literally. We went to like five or six different places. It's like the first couple, the tabs, whatever. And by by like the third or fourth bar, so he's like, "This tab's all me." I was like, "I'm switching to fancy tequila now." Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man. All right. Uh, you know what? We can take a break there and come back and do some emails and what's maddening. I will also warn people I have switched teams. I'm pro air fryer now. 
Not, it's not just frozen things. You can cook actual like meat in there and vegetables. Like, like yeah, it's it's. Get, I would say the air fryer is getting used on the daily at my house. The daily, it's You're getting fancy. Used a lot, dude. Wow. Yeah, that's a big update. It is right. I mean, I don't know. Right now, like the crock pot keeps giving it evil looks. Like <laughs> this is my territory. Air fryer, ease up. Who do you think you are? <laughs> god yeah that is a big update to just sneak in right before a break like that Ted. Yeah. i mean i showed you that meme of like how people with air fryers look down on the rest of us all right well dude here's the thing like i thought it was just gonna be like heating up frozen food but like i don't you just buy like little skinless boneless chicken throw some oil and some seasoning on it throw it in there and like you get like fried chicken it's much better than the oven Ted, you are better than us. We know that. <laughs> this is no, called that's awesome, man. I'm glad you're getting used. Through appliances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, virtue signaling through appliances. Exactly. Ted's like, yeah. Uh, pretty soon, like, Ted's not calling us back for the Christmas party. He's like, wait, you guys don't have an air fryer? It's an air fryer yeah, event maybe, now. Maybe next year. Yeah. I'm going to need proof yeah. of your air fryer. Like, I'm going to need at least a photo or a receipt. <laughs> You know, it's like those guys don't bother. Poker. I'll check your Instagram. You know I mean? like, you're not posting about them publicly. I don't want you here. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's the guy. It's like the guys with backyard smokers. They're like, oh, you're using uh like cedar wood instead of um you know whatever like uh, mesquite. Like, oh come on. I'm like, I live in an apartment. What do you want me to do? <laughs> oh, rookies. <laughs> All right. All right. For real, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back and finish up stuff. All right, welcome back. As always, thanks to our sponsors. Uh, by the way, update, boys. My guy I went to high school with definitely coaches at Brown University, and now Brown University Wrestling is following me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Shout, shout out to Todd Beckerman. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. I feel like we just, you know, like, I mean, I'm recording this from like a bunk bed and uh, I just feel like sometimes we get like dialed into just like chatting with each other and then you forget that there's like real world implications and impacts. Like when I almost got you beat up by a uh, Juicy J's trainer or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who, by the way, made another UFC appearance. <laughs> oh, boys. <laughs> yeah i know trust me like i knew todd coach there but i liked to tweet and i was like oh look at brown wrestling following me now like they have <laughs> no idea and the worst thing is like we know nothing we i was just like yeah we just started making fun of brown for some reason yeah all we know is that we can't get in that's pretty much all we know about brown <laughs> right that part we're sure of and if we could we couldn't afford it what's up <laughs> oh all right Kyle, we got some emails there Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Quick transition. Sorry. I let my, uh, I'm slipping over here. I let my laptop close. Big mistake. Okay. I got them right here. Um, yes, yeah, so we got, uh, three this week. So, all right. Last week we were talking about wild 2022 predictions. All right. Um, first, uh, first email subject line, wild 2022 prediction. Hello to the greatest podcast in all the lands. All the, land. All the land. I think this year is going to be fairly good for many people, at least better than 2020 and 2021. 
But my wild out there prediction I have for 2022 is alien contact. In fact, maybe an encounter that's not pleasant and the world realizes we are all one community of beings and uh, uh, of beings of Earth. And this encounter unifies us to set aside pettiness and work together on a common cause since environmentalism doesn't seem to be doing it. So if the aliens send us a warning from outer space this year, you're going to be like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Michelle. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, I mean, what if we start hanging out with aliens and they just have something we've never heard of? Which I have three thoughts. Number one, their chicks are just dimes. <laughs> like, we're just Super attracted horny. to <laughs> right? Number two, they have some delicious beverage they drink. <laughs> like, or number three, they have the craziest weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ted, dude, you see, Ted, the odds that an alien is going to look attractive to us are a- almost zero. I'd love that in your fantasy world, like it's hot chicks with cold beer and great weed coming to visit Earth. <laughs> right? Like, goddamn, I have been waiting for this encounter. <laughs> like, this is my dream. You sound like. Those guys, I'm reading a book right now called Educated. I don't know if anyone listening has has read it, but they're talking about like the whole, um, the weavers in Idaho, the whole Randy Weaver standoff and how basically like tons of preppers were fetishizing like Y2K and how like everyone was all excited and like, oh my God, like this is my moment. You know, I've been stocking teaches in my basement for five years and it's only going to happen. And it didn't happen. Like, that's like you waiting for aliens. You're like, all right, I've been saving myself for marriage. For, all right, I, like I remained single. I got really good at drinking beers. Like now is my time to shine. <laughs> right, and like it's not just they have good weed, but they it's already like hand rolled with a filter, and they're like cool over the crutch, and they're like cool about it. It's like, damn it, I knew I was waiting for this. Send me, take me to Venus. <laughs> and they're like, we only want to suck the dicks of the people who are really good at smoking it. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> We're looking for our king. <laughs> uh, on our planet, body hair is a bonus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we love body hair and male pattern baldness. <laughs> That's what we praise. <laughs> oh, God damn it, boys. Okay. Um, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> So, dude, that's so funny. That's like, that's like your dream. <laughs> like, they totally blow our mind. And then, like, they're like, yeah, man, like, what happened? Like, well, they were hot. They had a cool beverage and really good weed. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm down with the alien. Yeah. He came out of the spaceship and she was just a smoke show, man. What are you going to do? It's always like, but she's green. <laughs> like, I know she's green. We don't talk about it. Alien hater. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ted, man. It could happen, boys. You never know. Never know. 2022. Here we come. Don't blame me. It's Michelle. Michelle put this idea in my head. She's she's the crazy one. Uh, yeah, all these Swedish models just crash land from another planet. Uh, 
greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Uh, crazy 2022 prediction. Uh, first, I would like to say that I'm a little disappointed with Ted. We're talking about sports being basically over for a while after the Super Bowl. The Premier League uh, will, uh, season will start winding down soon. Uh, there will be a battle for the title, a battle for top four, and a battle for the relegation zone. Uh, inject the Premier League drama straight into my veins. Also, the Champions League knockout rounds start right after the Super Bowl, and that is the best sports com- competition we get to see every year. This leads me to my crazy prediction for 2022. Arsenal will finish in the top four and qualify for next year's Champions League, Ted. You just got to believe. I'm a longtime Chelsea supporter, and I know you're an Arsenal supporter, but as long as we both hate Tottenham, we can still be friends. I appreciate what you guys do. Thanks for keeping the laughs coming. Courage, Johnny Thunder. I mean, look, Johnny's not wrong. And Arsenal, you know, is doing good. I mean, I do think we can finish top four this year. And he's right. That is the sport I watch the most, like, this time of year. But, like, Johnny, also, me and you are the only assholes getting up at 7.30 or 8.30 to watch these matches or the 4.30 starts on Saturday. So you're you're right. You're right to call me out. There's plenty of sports still going on. I'm just thinking, like, Sunday afternoon, like, not a lot of Arsenal matches. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. It's more obscure sports. Oh, yeah. And he's right. The Actually, that's not the right term. Not, not obscure sports, but obscure times and dates, like less unification. Yeah, and he's right. Champions League is super cool. Like, I don't know. In theory, you could do it in, like, basketball. Kind of do it in baseball with, like, the world baseball classic. But, like, it, it is dope having all the top-tier teams from Europe, and then you get to decide who's the best club in Europe. But, Ted, you were against the Super League. Well, yeah, because that would destroy Champions <laughs> League and the domestic leagues. <laughs> Super League is just like having Champions League as a season. I'm like, well, that's not as fun. You still got to win your d- domestic cup. Like, and, well, and look, I'll nerd out for a minute. And that's always the thing, too, right? If your team wins Champions League, but you lose your domestic cup, then you go, Champions League's more important. But if you win the Premier League and you lose Champions League, you go, when are the Premier Leagues more important? <laughs> yeah, that's true. For, yeah. Um, uh, night skiing and predictions. Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Night skiing is not just a Seattle thing. I live in central Massachusetts, and it's very common in the Northeast. A lot of after-school programs or town recreation programs uh, offer ski programs during the week when the mountain is not as busy. By the time the kids get out of school and drive to the mountain, it's already dark. Ted, that small pocket on jeans is for an old-school pocket watch, but I think it's used for drugs more often. Any commentary, Ted? Uh, I mean, that's pretty much either it's a lighter or it's some amount of marijuana generally in that pocket for me, if I have something in there. (laughs) (laughs) Some amount of marijuana. All right. Uh, My crazy prediction for 2022 is that newly elected Teamster president will succeed in unionizing Amazon. I don't understand how people think unions are a bad thing. Job security, pensions, and contracts that employers uh, must abide by. Enjoy the new year. Jimmy, driving around the Boston area in my fuel tanker. P.S. Pancakes suck. Waffles are far superior. <laughs> Atta boy, Jimmy. 
yeah. right? And he's from Boston, man. It's a tough man. Knows a hearty meal, delicious meal. It's called a it's called a waffle. Uh, That's I'll true. Think- I would have I would have thought a Boston guy would go pancakes. That is interesting. Well, Cobb, you only live there for college. You're not a real Boston person. <laughs> yeah, well, totally. And I was in a nice area, which would be more of a waffle area. But I feel like most of my uh, most of my proselytizing on pancakes was that they are the working man's breakfast. You know, the roll up your sleeves, spit on your hands, and go to work pancake versus the fluffy, you know, sort of uh, French sounding waffle. Oh, okay, sir. I guess we're hating on Europe now. That's what huh? I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's why, you know, I feel like this is a big vote in your camp, Ted, because it sort of disproves where, where I was at. I, I tell you what, if the Teamsters could unionize Amazon delivery drivers, that would be unbelievable. But that that's just such a hard process because there's so many workers. But in theory, right, it, yeah. would, be, it would be the Teamsters because you're talking about driving trucks. Yeah, the, there's so many workers and there's so much turnover and Amazon is so actively and aggressively trying to fight that, obviously. Yeah, for sure. So tough, but that would be cool. Mm. Well, and All also, right. I think some of the delivery drivers are actually their own companies and they contract for Amazon, too. So maybe it's like more of the warehouse worker he's talking about. I'm not really sure. Yeah. I mean, the contract work is a lot of way to get around certain things that unions want, right? Like you don't have to give them insurance. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's the give and take on that. It's like, right, the idea that you're your own boss is awesome. But also, like, is that an advantage for you? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I would say most times it's a disadvantage. It's like Blackwater. You guys remember that group? Sure. Yeah, like basically U.S. military can't do a bunch of stuff, so they call in a quote-unquote contractor of ex-U.S. military guys to kind of carry out the dirty work and get paid for it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of tech companies now using contractors are kind of the same type of situation. Yeah. Well, the business world gets caught in a certain area, too, where it's like, I look, I love some coach speak, but there's only so many times you can use coach speak. Sometimes you're also just going to be like, hey, we got our butts whipped today. Whereas like sometimes business takes that angle. And it's like, no, this is an opportunity. Like, no, it's not. You just don't want to pay me this or that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so that's where, you, that's where like that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, it sounds awesome. You're going to have some dude sell you that it's great for you. It's like, ah, maybe he needs benefits too. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'll, I'll tell you this, man. So I run a family business and I've never once used that word around employees. If your employer is ever like, well, here we are a family. They're trying to take advantage of your, your like um, loyalty, basically. It's, they don't want to pay you more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why family and blood don't mix or, or uh, what's it? Money what? and blood. Money and blood. Not family. Money and blood don't mix. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, on that note, I think it's time to check in and see what's happening. What's good? What's happening? Before we get to what's happening. What's good? What's happening? Check out what's happening. What's good? What's happening? Before we get to what's happening. 
all right, whatever. But I, by that time I was dialed in first hole, got that birdie. And it was just like, yeah, just putting these, it's funny. Cause they're like, you know, in their seventies and eighties, like we're just, I was just so into it. Cause I think back to it, I'm like, those guys are pretty old dude. Like I, I like the idea too. <laughs> you beat them. That's awesome. You take the $5, you're just shirtless, like flexing on them. It's like, oh, Get some, <laughs> old man. You better have dinner by four. Yeah. <laughs> Eat your jello, old man. <laughs> right. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you watch bad football. Now you gamble money from old guys. Yeah, I'm the ringer. My handicap's going down, <laughs> but right now it's like I can play below it by a solid five strokes. <laughs> I don't know. It hit him. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right. I guess it's about that time. Boop, doop, 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 Cobb topic. Cobb topic. <laughs> All right. So Matt kind of inspired me with, uh, you know, talking about taking money from old men um, <laughs> and playing golf. Um, you know, Old I've been rich skiing and I feel like men. that's something like even better social justice in action. That's what I'm um, saying. And, uh, now you just got to redistribute it. So, um, yeah, I've been like, I've been skiing this week, you know, and I was just kind of thinking about like old people activities and what you can do as you age, you know, cause, uh, yeah, well, we're all getting older, although we're not there yet. So cop's topic this week is what's an quote-unquote old person activity that you thoroughly enjoy i mean it can be everything from like grunting when you get out of your chair to playing pickleball what do you got boys oh feel free to email us literally the word email at thepodcast.com posture old people love posture they they love yeah, it, it it changes their lives. That I mean, it's in it's just years and decades of gravity and you know lack of awareness, and then you know, uh, but they realize their posture is bad. They just don't really know what to do about it. And I'm a posture nerd. That I just think it's so fun to talk about. And yeah, it's it's a great conversation starter. Uh, but yeah, learning about posture is my thing, and they just love having better posture um and you know mine's pretty solid but know how to work with it and yeah that's that's one that i'm just having a great time running around this town being like tuck your tailbone all right talk see you later and just sending them on their way like give me three minutes and i'm gonna be like just check this out your core automatically kind of engages you feel that like all right later i gotta go but yeah i'm uh I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. I mean, I don't use it for a, like aerobics like they do, but I love the fact that old people love using a pool. And like we work out in here, like we hang out in here, like they're all about using indoor pools. Cobb knows, like I'm. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm I'm the nerd about like indoor. I mean, Christ Almighty, the Pine, Oregon again, Best Western, twenty four hour indoor pool. <laughs> love that place. Uh. That, the best, best watcher. And I love the 
the best. And I love the idea of being like, I don't know, man, it's Wednesday. It's three. It's like, we're going to go get like a bowl of soup and half a sandwich and a white wine spritzer. It's going to be like six bucks. Like, God damn it, old people. I'm in. Like, I like your early <laughs> afternoon. Right? Like, oh, yeah, we're retired. We don't have to do stuff. Like, let's have a light cocktail and a cheap, cheap, like, on a late, late, late lunch, early dinner, like, in. You know, for me, weirdly, it's like the, like, super early morning walk. Like, I wake up naturally pretty early. And, like, sometimes it'll be, like, you know, 5.30 and I'll go walk around the lake in Austin. And I'm like... Wow, it's like just me and like everyone over 65 out here. Let's go. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm trying to think. Like, I'd like to get into shuffleboard. Ooh. It feels like something we could all do. Shuffleboard's big. Oh, yeah. Or watching Wheel of Fortune. They love Wheel of Fortune and crossword puzzles. Yeah, I'm out on the crossword puzzles. I'm a bad, well, I'm on Wheel. I'm a bad speller. But catch, catch me in some bingo. <laughs> 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 yeah dude bingo i forgot about that that and like i'm just down with like sitting around around a fire and like talking about old days even if I, again bringing it back to how this podcast started even if i didn't grow up in that town or wherever it's like yeah you're right things aren't the same of course change is all we got so <laughs> that remains the same just like yep mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've heard Sounds this word. Changed. I've heard this word a lot since I moved down here to Palm Springs. Um, I'm not sure if I do it or if I am one, and it could be a verb or an adjective or a noun. Um, I guess mostly it's a verb, but to schmooze. Oh yeah, like schmooze yeah. people. Yeah, am I a schmoozer? Oh yeah. I'm a, I'm a schmooze. Okay. But it's so, not, I mean, it's not a bad, it depends on how people use it, but it can be a good thing and a bad thing. Right. Like, I have no with, angle. Yeah. It's a Jewish term. Yeah. Like I'm great at schmoozing with people, you know, just like meeting people. Like that's, that's where I thrive. Okay. I love schmoozing. I'm a big oh. schmoozer down here and old yeah. people love to schmooze and not all of them, but they do. You, you lock, you know, I, takes a schmoozer to know a schmoozer and you find them and it's on dude <laughs> yeah cops right that's just like an old school jewish term like oh yeah like at least like you used to say like oh look at i'm schmoozing over there with those people it's like yeah you got to get in that's talk to them see what yeah. they're about yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i think it's uh yeah it's like a yiddish yiddish word and yeah J- jewish term <laughs> just, oh man all right well there we go matt name this one schmoozing <laughs> I have no idea how to spell it, by the way. Me neither. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> I went to write it down like shit. Oh, man. All right. S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. That's my role here. Uh, uh, yeah, we're back next week. I don't know. It's January. Nothing too exciting going on. Right? I was like, everybody's here. Uh, way to sell it. Yeah, Cobb, Warzone's done. We don't want him to die. But yeah, we'll be here next week. <laughs> you, you know, care about coming by. Anyhow, for MCTP, for Cobb, I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers. <laughs>